Welcome back to Paying for Attention, everyone's favorite paid media podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a timely topic, uh, responsive search ads. So I know if you're in the industry, you've probably heard this term a time or two over the last year or so. Uh, we're going to give our thoughts on them. We're going to give them pros and cons and uh, some tips and tricks. So tune in and uh, enjoy. Joining me today is Keegan Brown, CEO of Megathos, and uh, we're going we're gonna to jump right into it. So, Keegan, uh, I think we'll start with pros and cons. Let's just start there, um, give our thoughts on what we think are the good and bad of RSAs. Why don't you start with, with, with the pros? Well, I'm going to start with the con. Oh, uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the con I'm, I'm throwing out there is, is that we're being forced yet again by Google to uh, do something that we haven't really seen work out as well as what Google, I think, is uh, anticipating. Um, and that's, you know... Google over the years, as every year or so, kind of made a big change. Hey, you need to update to this. You need to be using this type of ad format or this. You know, this is what's changing with uh, match types. We did match type one last year. Um, so I'm going to start with that as a con that I don't like that we're being forced to do this. And we'll get to the kind of why it hasn't really worked out that well. But um, <clears throat> just wanted to throw that out there first. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but the pro really is that, you know, it does help automate the testing of your headlines and descriptions at a massive scale, right? So that's that's great. Instead of having to, you know, write a bunch of different ads and have them, you know, uh, you know, four or five, six different ads in a in an ad group. Now you have one, maybe two responsive search ads um, with several headlines, several description lines, and Google's kind of testing um, all of that for you and. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of the first big pro that I saw. Yeah. yeah. So, so hitting on that a little bit, uh, let, let me jump back a second. I forgot to mention, uh, if you don't know, these uh, ETAs will no longer be able to be created in your accounts. Expanded text ads, the current or the past format, will no longer be able to be created June 30th. So that's coming right up. So Or edited. Or edited. Or edited, correct, yes. They'll still run in your account. You'll still be able to pause and unpause, but you won't be able to create new ones. Uh, now, we have some thoughts on that later, but just wanted to point that out. But expanding on your uh, testing at a massive scale, that part is pretty cool. Uh, what it's really going to mean is quicker learning. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically going to be like adding adding two RSAs in an account with a bunch of good assets, uh, and, and I'm going to refer to assets here as headlines, descriptions, just to make it easier, um, is really going to be like adding 20 ETAs testing against each other in an ad group. And mm-hmm. that's kind of cool, really, when you think about it. And then the other the other piece on that is, well, not only that, but Google's going to opti- optimize the best performing. So I no longer have to go into an ad group and say, well, out, out of these 20 ETAs, I bet only five got volume. And then out of those five that got volume, which one actually won? Sometimes it's it's a little more convoluted, right? It's it's well, this one has a higher click through rate, but it has a worse CPA, right? And a worse <clears throat> conversion rate. So um, that, that's what I was going to say, right? Is yeah, what is Google going to be optimizing for? Yeah. So from what we know right now, it seems like it's uh, it's click through rate, um, and and that's we're going to get into the, what we've seen so far in, in the next one, but that is jumping right right into the cons that's the biggest con uh it's it's limited learning mm-hmm. uh right now what you can see on an ETA is basically volume impression volume by uh by ad asset 
So mm-hmm. you can say this headline got 40,000 impressions. This headline only got 30,000 impressions. Well, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And and maybe one of the uh, assets that had maybe 30% of the total impression volume is really what, what worked so well that yeah. made that ad much better, right, um, than maybe another ad. Um, but But – you know, you don't really know that right now. Google's not telling us that. And I'd imagine that Google, once they kind of make, you know, force this change uh, down the road, I, I'm crossing my fingers. I hope Google makes a change to where we can see more. I, I'd imagine they have to, right? Yeah. Um, they're they're going to have to come up with some more reporting for RSAs um, to show click-through rates for certain variations. But. Yeah. So what they're giving us right now is performance and it's directional. It's low, mm-hmm. good better or something like that right and so that's kind of all we have to go off of right this minute in terms of measuring assets against each other so we have some thoughts on how to deal with that in a a little bit but um, I think the other the other big downside is it's it's what Google's moving to just in general is automation Mm -hmm. and it's it's taking control out of our hands. You can no longer truly 50-50 split test. Well, I, I mean, I guess technically you could, but it's just going to be a lot, a lot, a lot more hoops to jump through to truly 50-50 test one ad against another, right. uh, like like we used to in the good old days of, of 50-50 split testing ads. Yeah, and and yeah, and I think not only the control, but the confidence that you have within a certain um, message. See, like actually outperforming another one, right? Yep. Like, you know, even going back uh, 10 years ago when there was not, not even ETAs, you had one headline, right? Mm-hmm. It was very easy to test that against another headline yep. and know for a fact after a certain amount of time that it's this much better than the other one, right? And right now it's just the automation and the scale of, of testing is great, but you're really starting to take that out of, uh, you know, that that knowledge away from marketers that they could use for landing pages, use for um, paid social or other marketing messaging that, you know, was really beneficial at the time and a big part of A-B testing, right? So definitely something that um, I just don't like. (laughs) Yeah, and that leads directly into the last con, which is it's just harder to match relevance. Mm -hmm. Um, We we love control. We live in a world of control. We are a Skaggs agency. Skaggs still aren't dead, by the way, even with this change. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you about that in a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's just the the entire idea of Skaggs is we know what people are searching in this ad group because we have one keyword in it. Uh, that took a that took a turn when Google changed their, their match types, right? But yeah. that's for another episode. But... Uh, that aside, we know what they're searching for. We know we have good copy to exactly match to that and a good offer on our landing page to to take that home and drive that conversion. Now we kind of just throw six to eight headlines we feel pretty good about and uh, see what happens, see what sticks. Throw mm-hmm. stuff at the wall, see what sticks. So that kind of leads into what we're seeing so far. So why don't you take us through kind of just high level what we're seeing in our testing over the past year or so? Yeah. Since, since they've been introduced. Yeah, and so this is part of the reason why, um, you know, I'm not a fan of being forced to have to, to change uh, f- ad formats. And it's really for our clients' benefit, um, right, that, that I we haven't really been using too much of the RSAs. Um, and uh, at, where at this point, 
every new client we're bringing on, we're, we're switching to RSA or starting out with just RSAs. And we're switching all of our clients to have at least some RSAs in the account so we can start testing more. But, you know, everything that we've seen so far um, when testing uh, RSAs versus ETAs is we are seeing better click-through rates, which is great. So better click-through rates means better, you know, more clicks. It also typically sees a slightly lower cost per click because the ad is getting a better click-through rate and improving quality score. But the one thing that we can't seem to really get a, a grasp on is why it has a lower conversion rate. In, I want to say, 90% of tests at least that we've ran in RSAs, we have a, a, a higher click-through rate and a lower conversion rate compared to ETAs. And typically what that leads to is a higher cost per conversion yep. or a lower return ad spend for a client, which is typically the goal that we work with with our clients, which is a cost per lead and uh, you know efficiency and, and and really that's it right so it's it really hurts the efficiency game of uh, optimization um, by I don't know matter of five to ten percent at least mm -hmm. which can make a difference right when you're at scale when you're looking at maybe a hundred dollars cost per lead versus with RSA's one hundred and ten um, so. That's so far what we've seen, and then making, you know, with the limited analysis, making it even more difficult for us to really optimize those RSAs to get that that conversion rate back up. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I don't. I don't have a ton to add on what we've seen. <laughs> like, that's really what I've seen in most of my testing as well. So, it, that that does kind of directly lead into the next topic, though, which is what do we do about it? Knowing that, what mm -hmm. what do we recommend, and how can you kind of go about testing those in a I guess a bit of a conservative way because it's, in my opinion, if it ain't broke up, don't fix it. Like my ETAs are working just fine. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just being forced down this road. So how do I go, how do I uh, intelligently go about that? Um, so one of the things we're doing obviously is you, you've seen the, the feature where you're able to pin assets. Uh, that is going to be huge. So using those pins in a, in a smart way in your in your RSA strategy is going to be the number one key. So for example, at its, at its most simple, the example we've been using is you can test two RSAs against each other by pinning headline one. So it's, it's a traditional headline one test, just pin one headline one, pin a in, in one RSA, pin a different headline one in the other RSA, see how they perform against each other. That gives you at least some control of a split A-B test, right? The rest are testing thousands of combinations uh, together. Um, but at least in that case, you know, you're learning, you're at least know, you can at least analyze what's going on with the headline test and, and make hypotheses just like you used to, like, I think this headline one is going to outperform this one and then see, see what the data says. Yeah, and, and in that case, in that scenario, you're recommending basically everything else being exactly the same in the ad with just the H1s being um, pinned and those are those two exactly. are the only difference. Yep. Okay. yep, same exact RSA other than the headline one. <clears throat> Got it, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, hopefully, you know, uh, Google doesn't take away pinning. Um, but yeah, yeah. And, and I, and then, you know, you can also just kind of pin an entire ETA in there, right? Yep. You can just basically it's manually kind of a say, way. yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of cheating, but it's, uh, you know, if, if you don't see the results that you're looking for with an RSA, I would say, go for it. Yeah. Um, you know, do what's best for your results. Um, you know, even if Google says your, your, uh, ad quality is poor, if you're getting the results that you're looking for, don't, don't 
feel the need to have to change and uh, you know get that that ad quality score to be good or excellent uh, for your results to suffer. One hundred percent. And you, over the years, you likely at least have one ETA you're comfortable with the performance of currently, right? Mm-hmm. So using historical data like we should in anything else we do in a Google Ads account, why not pin that exact ETA so that you have that known commodity uh, of of the old ETA you know historically performed and, and, and start there. Then you can test one RSA against it, right? A completely different one. Mm-hmm. Um, at least it's it's at least it's a t- uh, a start, and 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 further on that, I mean, I guess just another idea is just just to dip your feet into it, keep your ETAs live, whatever you have in each ad group, and just throw one RSA in there. Yeah. Um, you can even have overlapping themes and ideas of your current ETAs. What your your best headlines, your best descriptions. Just throw one one RSA in there. See what Google does with it. What I'm sure you'll likely see probably most of the time is what we've been saying. It's going to steal a lot of the volume because mm-hmm. it has so many combos that it's throwing out there uh, that you're giving Google the control of showing for your ad group, for your for your keyword. Um, you're going to see probably a higher click-through rate on that, but you might see some, some performance issues in terms of, of conversion rate decreasing and, um, you know, Hopefully, like like Keegan said earlier on, they'll give us some more data to, to learn from, and we can actually start to drill into why is conversion rate lower, what pieces of this ETA or of this RSA are performing bad. We can pause certain pieces of the RSA, things like that. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, that's the direction it goes. But uh, for now, we just just throw that in there. At least get your accounts up to up to date so that clients aren't saying, "Hey, I heard about." these uh, current ads going away. Why don't you have any of the new ads going on? Um, so uh, really the next thing we kind of wanted to talk about are, are some tips and tricks. Uh, I know we kind of talked about testing specific tips and tricks, but what about some just more general ones? Keegan, do you have a, do you have one that, that you, you prefer over another? Yeah, I think it kind of goes along with, you know, what we've been saying and, and not feeling like you have to do exactly what Google says. And it really leads to, to quality over quantity. Um, and it's, you know, and, and it, it, of course, everyone knows that, right? But I feel like in even in sometimes our cases, it's like, oh, you know, we have to have eight different headline examples, right? But really, we'd much rather have three or four really good headlines or descriptions um, than trying to, to just maximize all the different combinations and having you know, four additional that are just, you know, garbage or just fillers or slightly reworded. Yeah. Um, that's because, the big one reworded. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, that. yeah, it's going to, it's going to come off very unnatural to the searcher. Um, it's going to be lower, you know, not, not as relevant. Um, and it's just not something you want to put your brand out with. Right. So, um, you know, quality over quantity for sure, I think is the biggest one. Yeah. My my other one, you took it right out of my mouth was was don't simply re- reward headlines just to just to throw in new mm-hmm. assets just so that because because what you're gonna see when you create your first one if you haven't already Google's gonna say ideally you create six to eight well yeah. no Google like I don't have six to eight great ideas just yeah. just go with your three good four or four good ones mm-hmm. um, stick with those the other thing is uh, on on a, my my other uh, biggest tip would be use themes. Um, that is a way that you can get away from the habit of just rewording 
different benefits as a new headline, use a different theme completely. So for an e-commerce example, that could be, I'm going to have one price focused ad because I know my price is better than, than the competitors. I'm going to have this ad completely about why my price is better than the competitors. Mm -hmm. Then my other RSA is going to be about selection. I have the largest selection in the industry. So those are two completely different ad ideas. And now you now you have themes. Now you're testing themes against each other as opposed to individual assets. That's another, I guess, testing idea, right, is, is testing themes against each other. You can start to directionally learn what, you know, what people are preferring, what performs better, because you can't see the performance of the individual assets, but now you know the performance of your themes. You say, well, people are clicking the price one more, but converting better on the selection one. That's interesting, right? right. That's an interesting yeah. learning. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I think that's something you could currently do with ETAs, but RSAs will help you, as you mentioned, not reword, not just kind of headline and description stuff just to get your you can uh, helps you narrow your focus in so you can start thinking oh this is very price focused is very um you know inspirational or emotional focused right then you could it starts to create more ideas around that theme and be able to fill it with good quality uh, assets for each for each rsa so Cool. Well, that's all we got for you today. Get your accounts up to speed. Get yeah. going on that. I hope this gives you some ideas, at least. Uh, gets you thinking in the right way. We're still thinking through our strategy, honestly. We're testing different things, and it's going to be – we're going to have fun with it. We're not We're not pumped that Google's taking us in this direction, but we're going to have some fun with it while we, while we can, right? So hope everyone uh, got a, a couple tidbits they can use in their accounts today, and uh, thanks for joining us for another episode of Paying for Attention, and we'll see you next time.